For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. You're listening to the PRO Media Network, the next level in entertainment. Let's go, baby, from the top. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven, Sports coma with Big Q and the guys. And we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q and this is podcast 391 of the Sports Coma, episode 391. And if you don't know, we are the number one independent Saints podcast in the land, baby. Welcome aboard. Podcast 391 is underway In today's episode we're going to be covering The Saints latest moves And machinations As they did pick up an ink Big defensive lineman Ziggy Hood Now we've been covering The fact that the Saints could possibly be going In the direction of picking up talent At the defensive lineman position Never had this one Going on family <laughs> Didn't have this one. Didn't have Ziggy Hood as a guy that the Saints were ultimately looking at. Of course, we're dealing with the loss of Sheldon Rankins for at least the first month of the season, possibly month and a half going into the season. The one game suspension unfairly of David Onyemata by the chump commissioner, Roger Goodell. Y'all look out for them new chump commissioner uh, shirts that will be coming out real soon. Uh, but it's just the Saints really doing excellent. It's, they're doing some really, really nice moves. I really appreciate what they're doing to build this team going forward. But we'll talk about Ziggy uh, Hood's new deal with the Saints. Well, we'll break down and tell you what he is. And, of course, the Saints did try out some people today at the D defensive back position. What does it mean? We know the last guy the Saints signed was, was Kevon Webster, the seven, eighth year veteran from come over from the Rams. He played with Denver. You know, a lot of experience there with Kayvon Webster. They brought him in and, of course, signed him. Now the Saints are looking at two defensive backs. We'll give you some information on them. Plus, later on in the show, we'll hit you with an interview from Sean Payton coming from the Rich Eisen show where he talks about Breeze's age and a few other topics. So we'll 
have that going for you today on the sports coma. So without further ado, before we get going, I like to say for you guys to hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button, as well as like the show uh, and, and get more people to the podcast. Now, let's get underway with this thing. Ziggy Hood, man, could could anybody for a second thought, you know, did think that the Saints possibly would have made a move. Now, according to NFL Network, uh, NFL dot com and ESPN that covered this, Ziggy agreed to a deal with the uh, with the Saints on the eve of training camp. Now, Ziggy's 32 years old. He will complete for a backup roster spot tackle or in position. Now. This is most, you know, this is something that we, you know, that's not really a big surprise in terms of the Saints actually going into the area of looking for defensive linemen that can provide depth based on some of the things I just mentioned. But what kind of gets it is the fact that I would picture in my mind that the Saints would actually go after and try to sign a, a maybe an edge rusher, being that I would perceive that would be a position of need for New Orleans behind Davenport and then you look at a few other uh, the other things now the Saints did sign Sylvester Williamson excuse me Sylvester Williams from Miami the big defensive the massive defensive tackle the backup of the uh the blind with David Onyemata going for a game because behind him of course you got guys like Taylor Stallworth inexperienced Demaro Edwards Jr. who's more of a tweener defensive lineman uh is there but this is Ziggy Hood 32 years old he'll come in and this was first, like I said, it's reported by the NFL Network. Now, you got starting three technique shoulder wrinkles will begin, begin camp on the physical, unable to perform list while he covers from that torn Achilles tendon he suffered back in January. Now, that was some news that came out. They putting him on the, the pup list, you know, and, you know, we that we suspected that. Now, backup tackle on your model be spending for that week one situation. We still have other people that can help out. Sylvester Williams, David on Taylor Stallworth, Myra Edwards Jr. And then you go into the undrafted guys, you know, Kenny Bigelow, Grissom, all these other guys, uh, Corbin Kafusi that possibly can help at the defensive line position. Now Hood's a six foot three, 305 pound guy and just nine tackles in 13 games with the Washington Redskins and Dolphins last season. But he's a former first round pick that started 73 games over his 10 years with the Steelers, the Jaguars, the Bears, Redskins and Dolphins and has 14 career sacks and 231 tackles. Now he was primarily used as a three, four in, in his career, but also spent time at nose tackle with the Washington because of injuries to other players. Now, remember, the Saints did also bring in Malcolm Brown, who was a major signing for the team earlier in the year to replace Tyler Davidson, who betrayed the Saints fan base and went signed with the Atlanta Falcons. Also, Myra Edwards Jr. was a guy, as mentioned him, and I already miss Sylvester Williams, is guys that have come in and provide veteran leadership there. So big move for the Saints bringing Ziggy uh, Hood in here. Very peculiar because I was thinking in my mind that the Saints would possibly look at approaching a edge rusher. Now, it's still not too late for them to try to make a move to get an edge rusher. But Ziggy Hood's a real interesting dude. More of a tackle and but 32 years old. I don't even suspect that the Saints could possibly think about using Ziggy Hood at, at the end position. Uh, maybe at a nose tackle position. Uh you know, a nose tackle or D tackle position, interior position, basically what I'm saying as providing depth there. But he could go outside if you need be. But I mean, what can I tell you? Not much sack production in 10 years from him because that's not his game. 
and what is it? 14 sacks in in a 10 year career. Nah, that's not much of a <laughs> that's now he's not going to help you in that fault in that facet of the game. But Ziggy Hood's ink by the Saints. How you know the breakdown on the move is pretty much. You know, it's just the insurance. I'm getting the feeling that it's an insurance move for the Saints, you know, dealing with Onyemata, dealing with the fact that Sheldon Rankins is not there. Like I said, Sylvester Williams, Myra was junior. Those guys also provide depth to interesting moves on the defensive line to see exactly how that'll pan out. Going to our next topic, the Saints didn't stop there and making a few moves. They also worked out Deshaun Shedd to come here. And I don't know if you could pronounce that either Shedd or 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 Sheed. However you pronounce it, but he's a guy that came here and uh, he was a starter for the Seattle Seahawks in 2016. He worked out for the team Tuesday evening. Now he's a seven year veteran, spent six years, six years of his career with the Seahawks, appearing in 54 games, including 22 starts and playing in 12 contests with Detroit last year. He's an, uh, ended last season on injury reserve, compiling by 18 tackles and 17 and excuse me, seven NFL seasons. He's a 30-year-old cornerback who played his collegiate ball at Portland State. Has accumulated 168 tackles and two interceptions for Deshaun Shedd. Now, what's the inter- the interesting part about Deshaun Shedd is the fact that the Saints. I thought it was over with. Now, this is a surprise move that the Saints. Now they're not. Perhaps he they'll sign this guy. Perhaps not. But the Saints have did a pretty decent move and adding depth behind Eli Apple and Marshawn Lattimore. They've got a healthy Patrick Robinson returning. They did sign who the, the local papers and all these experts supposed to be experts. Keep forgetting Kayvon Webster's on the team. He's an experienced cornerback with just as much time in the NFL as Patrick Robinson. And he also has a Super Bowl ring. So he is on the team as well. And then behind him, you got, you have guys like, uh, Justin Hardy, Patrick, we, uh, P.J. Williams, Ken Crawley, and you're probably not going to use Marcus Shrells at the defensive back unless something really terrible is happening as far as injuries are concerned. But those are some of the guys that the Saints have. What does it mean to have to have just a guy like Deshaun Shedd to come in and trial for you? And, and wait, there's more. The Saints also worked out Broncos safety Jordan Moore today. Now, Moore played college ball at TCU and University of Texas at at uh, Austin, I mean, UT, uh, University of Texas at San Antonio, so, excuse me, and signed with that line of Falcons as undrafted free agent last season before being released. And then he was added to the Broncos practice squad before being released in September. So what the heck does that mean now? Does that, what does that mean? The fact that the Saints tried out could mean any, could mean something, could mean nothing. Saints tried out Deshaun Shedd today and also Jordan Moore safety. So the Saints looking high and low, looking to add talent as camp coming in. What we expected as much from the Saints organization, to be quite honest with you, for them to add talent, to come in and bring in some guys that could possibly help out. I'm still maybe anticipating looking at that edge rusher, a guy that could possibly come in and help behind Marcus Davenport. You know, that's something that, you know, we've been saying about the third edge rusher is a hole there. It's a big gaping hole. Saints trying out two cornerback now shed is interesting man a very interesting move for the saints to trial shed he's just 30 years old he has good size on him and that uh playing next to guys like richard sherman you know interesting to see what the saints are looking at there 
you know, could mean something, could mean absolutely nothing. But let's go into our next topic. We had Coach Sean Payton appear on the Rich Eisen show, and he was asked questions about Drew Brees' future and other things. Let's hear what the coach had to say about about when asked about Drew Brees' age and a few other topics. Here we go. Honestly, and, and I've been asked that a few times, um, not not once. I mean, not even like a tingly dance around it at all. Uh, we just um, – I feel like number one, you don't see age uh, when you're around somebody so much. Um, it's not until their children come running in the <laughs> stairwell or in the meeting rooms or that, that you that you're like, wow, everyone, you know, everyone's growing up. Um, but it isn't something that that we discuss. Uh, Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. There are a lot of other things that we cover there's never that sit down. Hey, let's let's spend some time here and talk about the next couple of years, uh, because I think, look, he's he's so competitive, and I think like any one of us in our work industry or our job, you know, until we don't feel like we can perform to the level we've been used to, then I think that he looks at it. Uh, I'm sure on a year to year basis, uh, just like. Quite frankly, I do. Well, I mean, you're—I'm I'm already hearing uh, in certain parts of uh, of my industry that last year, certainly in the last few weeks of the season, um, Breeze wasn't as productive at the position, and maybe that's the beginning of the the, the lowering of the curve. What did you see from your position? I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that at all. I mean, I, I thought, shoot. I mean, he played extremely well down the stretch. We had a playoff win against Philadelphia that. Uh, he had a huge part in, uh, in a game against the Rams that, you know, quite honestly, uh, uh, very well could have put us in the Super Bowl, and I would have loved to have seen that game. But uh, I think that realistically, as we grade the film and look at the player, there, there, there hasn't been there hasn't been that moment where we've looked and, and thought, man, back in the day we used to complete those. You know, that, that I don't think uh, uh, we've seen that. And that's a good thing. Sure. Sean Payton here uh, from the New Orleans Saints here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay. Um, I'm going to bring this up with you. Uh, and uh, I'm sure, as you pointed out last time, every human being brings it up with you. The pass interference that didn't get called in the NFC Championship game. And you, as a member of the competition committee, certainly uh, helped spearhead the the change that we're going to see this fall, at least for one year. Uh, Al Riveron, the head of NFL refs, uh, came and presented to the NFL media group. Uh, how this is going to work. And it, we were all stunned in the room, Sean, to be very honest with you, because we, 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 we couldn't agree half the time on whether a play was OPI or DPI or would we have thrown a flag on the play in real time or would we have picked it up through replay? Would we have instituted a flag on the field for all that stuff? And all that conversation, including uh, looking under the hood and seeing, uh, because instant replay, you could review whatever is reviewable, uh, OPI uh, offensive pass interference being called via replay to make an offsetting penalty. 
And none of that stuff is uh, what I believe was the intent of what what you spearheaded. I, I wonder what you think about the potential unintended consequences of of this one year project. Well, hopefully they're they're minimal. Uh, we're not splitting an atom here, and I think sometimes we collectively can can certainly uh, um, complicate things ourselves. We're from the from the very beginning clear and obvious. Uh, has been a standard um, that the coaches have spoken about. We we understand that if it goes to and let's back up. I think for the fans, just to make sure uh, that everyone understands, it, it, these challenges are going to fall just like our normal normal challenges do. And so, I don't think you're going to have or see a lot of them. We still start the game with two challenge flags and. You know, um, it's 2019. I, I kid all the time, but it, it's a, literally a challenge flag is a is a orange handkerchief with two ounces of sand and two rubber bands around it. <laughs> and when we disagree with the call, we launch that onto the field. So that's Coach Sean Payton, man. Before we get into too much technical about all that other stuff, dealing with the pass interferences and all that. I think we done had our feel on that. And that's another aspect of the NFL that we're going to keep an eye on. But that's, this is, you know, it's interesting to see. It still puts it in the control of the people that made the mistake in the first place about blowing a call like that. And it was obvious why they blew the call. We're not going to get into it. If you want to hear it, you can go back and listen to my breakdown during the NFC championship game uh, in the section in our, at, um, <laughs> historical section of what our past shows are feel free to investigate that anyway let's get back to the rest of the saints news uh as you can hear uh dealing with coach payton was talking about the age or whatnot about drew Brees. drew Brees last year drew for almost four thousand yards he was fantastic led a passing attack that was ranked 12th in the nfl 252.6 i expect that to go up between between 280 and 300 possibly past 300 with the addition of some of the weapons that we have jared cook will help that in a major capacity we didn't have a steady tight end had more of a tight end by committee approach last season it'd be good to see eventually that the saints get back into you know utilizing the tight end and i just think he's the jared cook's the best tight end you had here since jimmy graham so it'd be interesting to see with all those weapons we can see Drew Brees still ascend. You know, we talk about his arm strength and all that kind of stuff, but Drew is just accurate as most of them in the league. And when he needs to, he'll throw that damn ball down the field. You know, but anyway, let's get into the rest of the news. Now, we talked about Sheldon Rankins. He'll start the camp on a physical, unable to perform list as expected while he covers from that torn Achilles. Now, be cool because we all know that Rankins can be taken off at that of the list at any time he's healthy and ready to practice but he, but he will only be eligible for the regular season pup list if he remains sidelined throughout all the training camp and preseason another little item a little giblet a nugget to put that pass on you about Emmanuel Butler's the fact that we covered Emmanuel Butler uh last show where we talked about him getting injured of course uh, our latest report came out saying that uh, Emmanuel Butler, now this is from uh, NOLA.com, the local paper, saying that he passed his phys- physical and he will be ready for camp. Now, remember, we covered this, this this before on Monday. He was designated as passing the physical. Early in the week, he was put on the nine football injury list for an ailment that occurred last Thursday. But obviously, the six foot four, 220 pound 
receiver has this is is past his physical and is back and it will be ready uh for camp. Six four two hundred and twenty this guy has produced over he had two one thousand yard campaigns uh with uh, northern arizona when he played very productive wide receiver a lot of people don't know this guy but i'm very interested to see exactly what emmanuel butler will do for the saints big wide receiver can catch very productive might be a gym here we're going to keep an eye out on emmanuel butler as well now also another little piece of information to give to you we you know we talked about the fact that deshaun shed or sheed whatever I would say shed. Uh, he's currently he's a six foot two cornerback with a four five forty yard dash time. Now, what's interesting about him is that, like I said, he signed with Seattle as an undrafted free agent back in twenty twelve. He became a member of the Legion of Boom. He also won a Super Bowl with Seattle uh, by beating Denver. Thirty years old, big cornerback, not very fast, but perhaps the Saints might be looking to kind of upgrade there. You know, over what they have. Now they did add Kevon Webster, but this is an attempt to push the rest of those guys, like a PJ Williams or Ken Crawley, off the off that. It shared an upgrade over Crawley or PJ Williams. You know, I mean, you can look at him. His statistics is showing that he could be quite productive than those guys. But competition all around, I love it, man. But that'll do it for the show today. Thanks you guys for joining us on the Sports Coma. If you like the show, please subscribe hit the notification bell also hit the like button so if you like the show as well share it with your fan friends and put it on the whatever saints pages and socialize wherever you go to bring the show with you i'm big q thank you for joining us catch us on our live stream every saturday at 12 o'clock noon central time that's right on youtube for all you guys out there ch- check us out on the live stream thank you for joining us peace If you haven't heard the Sports Coma, this is what you're missing. Check out the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. I'm a Saints and Pelicans fan, so the only podcast I can get my fix is the Sports Coma with Big Q. The guys intense, funny, and they always keep it real. Check out the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. Embrace Pet Insurance is more than just pet insurance. Embrace Pet Insurance promises to provide genuine support and certainty when your pet needs it the most. With personalized accident and illness policies, compassionate customer care, 24-7 access to veterinarian professionals, flexible wellness plans, timely claims processing, and online customer portals, their values is what makes them embrace. So when selecting a pet insurance company as a partner in your pet's care, you deserve a company that has your pet best interest at heart. Get top rated and review coverage for your pet today. Up to 90% back on bills at any vet. Total protection, pet insurance and wellness and dependable claims payments. Get the top rated and review coverage for your pet today. Go to EmbracePetInsurance.com That's EmbracePetInsurance.com Check the link in the description section below. Are you a boxing fan? Check out Ring Kings Boxing only on the PRO Media Network. Sports fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love, 
Unique one-of-a-kind designs exclusively by Fanatics. And autographed collectibles from today's biggest stars shipped directly to your home. Join Fanatics Rewards for free to earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and for a limited time, get 20% off all orders. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Hit the link below and rep the black and gold today. Who that? Do you need a domain name? About a host for your website that can work with WordPress. Try Namecheap.com. They make registering, hosting, and managing domain names for yourself or others easy and affordable because of the internet needs people. Namecheap is an ICANN-accredited domain register and technology company founded in 2000. It's one of the fastest-growing American companies, according to the 2018 Inc. 5000. Celebrate nearly two decades of providing unparalleled levels of service, security, and support. Namecheap has been steadfast and customer satisfaction with over 10 million domains under management. Namecheap is among the top domain registers and web providers in the world. They offer a full selection of popular and unique domains along with fully featured hosting packages, SSL security certificates, who is guard privacy protections, and more, all at the lowest prices in the industry. So if you need a domain name or hosting or anything else, think Namecheap.com. That's right, Namecheap.com. Check the description section below for link. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.